Genre. It's me. I'm so sorry. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one spooky, scary skeleton at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And joining us again this week, we have Tierney Steele. Hello. Hello. Hi. Glad to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Today. (laughs) (laughs) Even for this, she says. Uh (laughs) Today we'll be talking about Minute 109, which starts with Legolas finishing his sentence from yesterday, Paths of the Dead. We knew that. Uh, And it ends with uh, Aragorn saying, I do not fear death, and then walking towards this Entrance, yeah. It it does look like a very rudimentary tomb entrance. Don't get me wrong, the atmosphere, the skulls, it's all going, but... Legolas starts off this minute being so dramatic, and he's like, the way he's sealed. I'm like, it's an arch. It's not sealed. Like, all right, fine. And then Aragorn ends the minute being so dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. okay, dudes, we get it. I'm I'm Team Gimli in this minute, basically. Right? I feel as though the very warmth of my blood has been stolen away. I guess he's dramatic too. All right, fine. I just like that Aragorn <laughs> does his whole "I do not fear death," and it cuts to Gimli, and he's like, "Uh, I do." <laughs> right. So I, I I have some notes about this minute, just uh, in very broad strokes, mm. uh, to to get out of get out of my brain. So we talked last last week about Anduril and how gigantic the sword is, mm-hmm. and this is the first time in the movie where you really see it how big the sword is. If you're paying attention, there is a shot uh, of Aragorn walking with a horse beside him, and he's got the sword pointed straight out from his his hand to the uh, right of the screen. And the sword is a third the length of the frame. It's <laughs> massive. The sword looks ridiculously large. Yeah. Being held in one hand as he's holding something else walking... This sword is clearly too large to be wielded properly. <laughs> and then near the end of this minute, when we're looking from like what would be above the top of the Paths of the Dead, the entryway, mm-hmm. looking at them, you can see the sword coming up into frame and it's half the height of the frame. Yeah. <laughs> it's straight up half. The, and it's not straight. It's tilted. And it's like half the height of the frame. Mm-hmm. This sword is just absolutely gigantic. And in the commentary, they were talking through this whole, they, they were talking uh, a for the commentary for the minutes we did last week about how big the sword was and about how you'll notice for the rest of the movie, anytime you see it, uh, Aragorn is carrying it. It's never back in its scabbard Mm -hmm. because he can't wear it on his belt anyway. And in this minute, you can see the scabbard clearly on Brago as Brago runs away. (laughs) So the, the, they kind of, they, they set me up to pay attention. And I noticed when I was watching this, it was just like, well, of course not. Brago runs off with the scabbard. Mm-hmm. Like, do we ever see Brago again? We must. Like, he's, how? He's on a horse at at the Black Gate. Yeah, but it's it, he's like days Coming ride away. I, 
He goes he goes so far around. Brago like Brago always comes back. Man. He's like a boomerang. <laughs> I wondered but that. Just, I just think it's funny that I noticed the scabbard actually leaves yeah, Aragorn's yeah, yeah. possession. What were you gonna say? No, I, I just I always I don't like when the horses get scared and run away. It makes me nervous. I think the uh, yeah. whole Bill the Pony debacle and the animated one scarred me for life. Oh, no. Like, oh, yeah. No, we must protect the horses in these scary situations. But this this minute, yeah. my broad strokes comment for this minute was, this looks like every kid's first homemade horror movie, only super well done. Like, if you went into the woods behind your house and tried to make this, except, except beautiful. <laughs> right. This is a studio set, this part of the scene. Mm-hmm. This is not outside. This is in a studio. And apparently Peter was really, really picky about how it all looked. Okay. Like, more so than for other things. Like, he wanted to make sure all the textures in the scene were exactly what he wanted them to be. Hmm. He was like, apparently he was just super picky about it. He made the greens guys redo part of the floor. Oh my God. Huh. I was thinking, cause it, it, so, it's a cool design. And so I guess he would have done the, um, I had a question about the, the painting, whatever you want to call them. But yeah, the paintings over the archway. He so those were, that? those were designed by Alan Lee. Okay. Uh, and actually, they're pictures, but Legolas reads them like they're words, right? Yeah, they're like pictographs. So the the reason for that is when he was originally handed like the, the design, the entry to the Paths of Dead mm-hmm. thing, uh, they didn't know what language they were going to be using for those archways yet. Like he didn't know what the language was going to be that Legolas would be reading off of it, or whoever would be reading off of it mm-hmm. for the, the way it shut thing. So he's just like, so I'll do pictograms because I don't know what language they want me to use. And they just like the pictograms, I guess. So they just went with them. So, But it just makes That's it seem cool. kind of silly that Legolas is kind of reading them like this because it makes it seem like he's still kind of reciting some of the story. Oh, dude, no, that's totally like, I've always thought he's not reading it. He's just still like, I got to keep up the atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> right, but there's like this eye. There's just this great eye yeah. in the middle. Uh-huh. Which is like, is that supposed to be... Like a reference to the fact that they abandoned the battle against Sauron? Like, what is, like, why is it this big eye? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, because what else would it be? Yeah. Other than this is just imagery of the battle against Sauron that they avoided. But, like, at that point, was Sauron, Sauron wasn't an eye. No, he wasn't, which just makes this kind of weird. Like, it feels like a much more. Yeah. It, it, this is somewhat confused huh. iconography, I think. Mm. Yeah. As far as if you really like pull it out to analyze it. I think it's kind of cool because it looks just like weird ancient warnings. Yeah. But it all it makes me feel like this was not carved by like the anyone who was from Gondor or anyone who like went in here. This is something that like the mountain people in Rohan came across this place at some point and were just like, this place is cursed. Yeah, yeah. And they just like painted something on top <laughs> of it. It was just like stay oh, the hell god. away. Oh god, it will be old news by the time this comes out so i'm so sorry but did you guys see the tweet about the tablets that were found at the bottom of a well and it's 30 curses and all of like i follow a bunch of historians and archaeologists on twitter and everything was like mm-hmm. put them back what are you yeah, doing no kidding. <laughs> oh my god everything was like yeah i'm gonna haul these curses up out of a well literally and no everyone was no. like okay they were reading them and they're like okay this is basically like 30 tweets 
like just bad mouthing someone but also these are curses put them back in the well like what are you yeah, doing and then no kidding someone other people were joking like oh, i now understand the last 30 years or something like that like, <laughs> oh that's why 2019 was so effed up like, yeah no yeah that's like a couple of years ago where they found that like black um sarcophagus <gasps> yeah and they were like trying to open it and it's like have you not watched a single movie in your life like clearly this is cursed <laughs> right <laughs> oh just like a smooth black unmarked sarcophagus uh-huh. you've hauled out Dude, there's a vampire in there <laughs> <laughs> we gotta see what's inside yeah. come on so yeah that's all i could think of when you said that <laughs> it was like that's so be, like, funny don't go in here <laughs> we better go in there <laughs> Yeah, I hadn't heard about the the well curses. That's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. It's just... As far as the pictograms go, I like this one dude who has clearly been shot by an arrow. And, and is just laying down he dead. Is, he is the leggiest boy. Look how long his legs are. Right? They're longer than the horse's legs. Yeah. Oh, the horse is also a leggy boy. <laughs> but it's also short compared to the man. Yeah. Now... There's also clearly a guy in a chariot just to the right of that horse in the frame. Which doesn't match any of the groups we know in uh, Middle Earth, but okay. (laughs) Yeah, and there's like a guy, yeah, there's like a guy in a boat or like, I don't know what that guy's doing on the left. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know, he might be fishing. That's clearly water. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that's about. That's kind of a weird part of the image. (laughs) But the way is shut. It was made by those who are dead. And the dead keep it. Ooh. The way is shut. Yeah. Uh, and not then this they side, just my man. Walk through it. <laughs> this side ain't shut. This side is wide open. This is a, a gaping well, maw awaiting your doom. You literally have to withstand a burst of wind and a creepy noise, <laughs> and then you can just walk right in. Well, the way is shut in like a supernatural, like metaphysical sense. Also, you can't get through because. Like, it's shut by an army of ghosts that will ah, kill I see, you I if see. you go there, inside. There is but one entrance and exit, and all of them are... Okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Like, the only way to get through this place is to walk past ghosts who will kill Dude, you. Dude, why doesn't Legolas talk like a normal person? Like, last minute. Like, he always gotta talk in riddles. I know that's, like, literally his his thing. Yeah. It is and the stars are veiled. They they give they give him all the like poetic Tolkien dialogue. I understand. Which Orlando Bloom loved. Yeah, I mean, like you know, he's 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 wonderful at it. But it's and as you pointed out last minute, this is like the only way he gets to talk for more than two words at a time. Yeah, this is the longest string of words Legolas has spoken. Mm-hmm. Like one hundred percent. Like the the only other thing that even comes close is. Uh, much shorter than this, and it's the the Council of Elrond. <laughs> like most of the time, he says like one line, and then he gets cut off, and someone else says something. Yeah, but like at the Council of Elrond, he like says the, the line in he says the line about you know don't you know who this is, and then he says like starts saying a bunch of crap in Elvish. He's the Silent Bob of Lord of the Rings. He was saving it up. <laughs> right. Um. If he only got one line a movie, <laughs> oh, that would be so sad. Yeah, he's not quite there, but... What's your one line in Fellowship? A Balrog of Morgoth. <laughs> Two towers, they're taking the Hobbit's dies and Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Now. Return of the King? Mm, I don't know. Return of the King, uh, we need you for Elvish exposition. Yeah, you're just... We're going to give you this one long line. 
I think his line from Return of the King would be, do you know nothing of the stubbornness of dwarves? That's it. That's all he says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's his only line. Except I'd still be watching this movie being like, so wait, they pledged what to who? And so they're dead, but they still owe him. Right? Aragorn wouldn't explain it. Isildur no. cursed them. <laughs> yeah. I need that. <laughs> oh. Well, it would just be Theoden explaining it to, to someone instead. In a voiceover. Yeah. With, like, intercut with, like, oh, where's he going? Why is he leaving on the eve of battle? Well, my lads. <laughs> yes. Let me tell you a spooky story. Yeah. <laughs> Around a literal campfire. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And gambling, just, like, showing that scared is like faces. Su- that, that is super Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just, like, scared reaction shots from gambling. <laughs> I love oh. gambling. Right, we stand gambling on this podcast. Yes, we do. Yes. This was a minute that reminded me, every so often when I'm watching these movies, they'll be like, of course Aragorn and Thea didn't hit it off. Like, they are just, they're just drama queens together. (laughs) Dude, every single person in this movie is a drama queen, and I love it so much. Yeah, this is the most dramatic with a capital D in yeah. the in the trilogy. Which is the way he's like, I do not fear death. And he literally like tosses hair out of his face. And I'm like, oh, Thaden would love it if his hair would go in his face so he could do that midline. Like, <laughs> they just, they get each other. They are, they are dramatic in similar ways, I think. Mm-hmm. Man, that scabbard almost touches the ground hung on the side on of the horse. On the horse, yeah. yeah. It is it's ridiculous. Just, yep, and uh, that scabbard is never to be seen again. Yeah. I love that. I know, it's so pretty, though. <laughs> at least we saw it. I guess at least we got a good look mm. at it last week. And we got all these plaster skulls at knowing, the entrance. Knowing that sword is over four feet long is, I don't know, it's ridiculous. Right, from yeah. from pommel to tip, it's four and a half feet long. <laughs> God. I have a Which friend is that's literally her height. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a that Rini. Is exactly, Hi, Rini. <laughs> it's exactly a foot shorter than me. Oh my god. I would look ridiculous carrying it around. Right? And Aragorn kind of does too in wide shots. Yeah. I when really you can see the full blade, it looks kind of silly. I'm really glad you pointed that out and it wasn't just like, is my mind playing tricks on me or is that sword like not wieldable? <laughs> Like, there is no way. Like, John Howe says repeatedly in the commentary, it's just on the edge of believability. Yes, I think it's, yes. I think it's just just on the other side of the edge of believability. I think it toes the line. Like, it mm. looks, I mean, obviously last week we were, like, gushing about it. It looks so cool, but, like, in... But we never see the full blade in yeah, one frame. Yeah. I think it looks good in close-ups. Yeah, it does. Mm. It looks really good in close-ups. It's beautiful in close-ups. I think it, it's, it looks... Majest- like when you were saying how when they're facing the archway and when we are the ghost whooshing, I guess, is what we're supposed to get from that. Um, the way he's holding it there and it is huge and ridiculous, but it doesn't look silly. Huge. Yeah. And so I, I right. think that's what they were going for all the time. And then sometimes, as you point out, he's on a horse and it's just like, I'm sorry. What is that? Yeah. That shot from the side where he's walking towards with it pointing at the door, mm-hmm. it looks stupidly large from profile. <laughs> like, in profile, the sword looks completely ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But, like, look, look, but then when know. he's holding it he up, 
as you pointed out, it is ridiculous because it's filling half the screen, but uh-huh. but it looks so cool that you, or at least I didn't care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, he looks like a badass. Like, he owns yeah. it, but it's yeah. just like, oh, this is, this is kind of silly. This is mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this three and a half foot hunk of steel right. <laughs> extending from my hand. Three and a half feet of this is blade. I think I, like, taking that into account, I understand the, um, like, kids in their backyard making a horror movie. Like, you know, finding the biggest stick and being like, no, this is my sword. Yeah. See, me and my twin sister as kids. (laughs) Finding sticks with good, good... places to grip them that felt like they had a cross guard yeah yeah mm-hmm. so that we could like, wail as on as tall as you are so we yep. can wail them against each other without hurting our hands <laughs> i don't know if i have any other notes for this no i don't i just really had to point out the the sword thing because i thought it was really funny when yeah. i when i was uh taking notes uh earlier it's just wow that sword is just truly massive yeah. and i don't think i ever really noticed in these scenes before, but like, you know, yeah. scrutinizing things are just like, why is that sword half the title, half the, the sword frame? so big? <laughs> the sword is half the frame. I know, I love him like trying to run with it. And then he just gives up. <laughs> he takes like three steps and he points it down. And I wonder if he stuck it in the, in the floor of the, the set. So he just stopped. <laughs> no, I don't want to wreck this. <laughs> Right, because we know how long it is, so like we can see this this shot of him holding it slightly down. Yeah. I bet you the tip of that is touching the floor. Yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> He's oh like, man, God. this is heavy. That's so funny. <laughs> well, it's oh. it's like eight inches longer than the sword he had before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's got to be weird because when you are in a role like this, not that I've ever done it, but I imagine and um. Like, you get so used to it. Like, this is my sword mm-hmm. that I have with me. Like, almost every moment that I'm on screen. Also, like, Vigo's a crazy sword. guy and just took it with him when he went to the airport. Or, like, yeah, he to seems, drive around in, in New Zealand. He seems like the kind of guy who would uh, have it with him at all times. And to now have a different one that is a different size, which would be a different bounce. Like, yeah, no mm. wonder he can't run with it. And you're right, his, his, <laughs> his steps are not. It's. It's awkward as hell, and it's so funny. It is very funny. I love it. Oh, I I missed a note from earlier this week. Oh. Like, one that I, I wanted to bring up because I feel like it's really kind of important. Now's your chance. Now's my chance. <laughs> so the that scene with Theoden and Eowyn? Oh, oh, like, we're going way back yeah, this yeah. week. In oh, the, okay. <laughs> in the commentary, they mentioned that, one, that was directed by Fran, mm. and it was the last thing shot in principal photography. Oh, <gasps> Nice. That is important. Yep. And it was directed by Fran. Like, the last thing for principal photography on these movies was directed by Fran. Nice. That's one of the last things shot in principal photography for this trilogy was No Despair. I would see you smile again. You'll live to see yeah. these lands renewed. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. Yep. And uh, I'm having a hard time remembering now, but our listeners can probably remind us that uh, we already talked about the last thing they shot in pickups. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that we already we already pointed it out. I think it was um wasn't it like the it was something to do with Faramir. Yeah. It was some orc stuff because then they like did their party. Was it the Gondor no, that thing? Was... Uh or Asgiliath, not Gondor. Um 
Yeah, I think it was something in Osgiliath. Yeah. That sounds right. Because they were doing, yeah, because they did like a press release afterward and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and they were all still. Yeah, sounds right. I'm a bad listener. Sorry, guys. <laughs> what? <laughs> or it might even have, it, like, it's possible that we already talked about something else that happened on the last day of principle, but there's like five units for yeah, this movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So they sometimes probably just, oh, this is the last thing we shot, but it's just like, but which unit were you? Because <laughs> they're not real good about assigning all the units all the time. So when they're talking about stuff in the commentaries, they're just like, oh, this is second unit. Or it just, oh, this was some unit off somewhere, which is like <laughs> a camera and four guys. You got to get it done. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I think that wraps this one up. Um, and we get more Paths of the Dead tomorrow and just into next week. Yeah. But. If you are active on Facebook, we have a listener group that you can join. We also have, like, an official page, but, like, the, all the fun stuff happens in the <laughs> listener group. Um, it's the Fellowship of the Mic. You can also uh, tweet us. Uh, we're on Twitter, at L-O-T-R Minute. Uh, not as active on there, but, you know, whatever. Tweet us some, some memes or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, thank you, Tierney, for joining us again. Um, we'll finish out the week tomorrow with Minute 110. Woohoo! Bye! Bye!